Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pamplin Presents Our Voice podcast. Per usual, it is Kendall. And Ben. But we also have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Corey Thomas. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well. Thank you. We're very excited to have you on the show. Welcome to the studio. This is a room that you know well. We're back in the Prism office recording episode four. We hope everybody's having a great week. How's your week going today, Corey? My week is going great, going strong. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, It will be released on Monday. And so Kendall is actually leaving for Cancun tomorrow, so Thursday. Yes. So we wish safe travels to Kendall. Thank um, she you. will be well on her way, yes. having a wonderful vacation while the rest of us are starting our week of classes. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. Corey, thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to have you. We have a pretty good episode planned, and we're hoping that you enjoy being here and get to come back. So well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and be part of this. Absolutely. So Yay. we're going to get started. We're just going to go through our quick intro. Um, first off, Graduation is nearly upon us. We are less than 100 days away from graduation. Oh, so we're less than 40. Are we less than 40 already? Yep. Wow, look at that. All right, time flies. Less than 40 days until graduation, so Pamplin grads, uh, preemptive congratulations. Please finish your semester strong. We don't want everybody, you guys having to be stopped at the end. Grad. Yeah, everyone, yeah. But uh, every, every graduation, but specifically Pamplin, um, we're excited for you, and we will be there to celebrate with you in less than 40 days. Along the same lines, seniors, if you haven't donated to your senior class gift, would highly encourage it. There's a lot of really cool incentives to do so. Also, if you don't have a cord and you want a cord, just your donation of $20.19 will secure that cord for you. So pretty cool. We're working on some other incentives. Won't spoil them yet, but definitely a great donation. And you can pick wherever you want to donate. There's over like 2,000 places to donate. You can type your own thing in too, so you can really go back to whatever you want. So yes, participate in Senior Class Gift. And lastly, thank you to our sponsors once again, Pamplin College of Business and PRISM. We are still continuing to look for new sponsors. We have a couple candidates right now and we're working through the details of that. But if you have not reached out to us yet and you want to, please do so. We are still looking for sponsors for our episodes. We have a lot of big names coming in the coming episodes and uh, it's something you're going to want to put your put your name on. So reach out to us. We are also fielding internship opportunities. <laughs> yeah, that being said. So if anyone also wants to reach out to us. We need internships. Yes, that's another general DM overview. Yeah, just, D- just DM me. I'm available. Uh, yeah, so that's all of our news we got. We're ready to get into it. So first, we're going to go ahead and talk to Corey. So Corey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the listeners who you are. Sure. So I'm my name is Corey Thomas. I'm from Daleville, Virginia, which is just about an hour to an hour and a half away from Blacksburg. And Lucky. I'm here at Virginia yeah. Tech. Always knew I wanted to be a Hokie. Aww. It was just something in my blood. Um, you just have that orange and maroon in you. I've always been a Hokie. And I'm just so excited to be here. I'm studying finance with a concentration in investment management with a CFA focus. And I'm also getting a second degree in business information technology with a concentration in decision support systems. And I recently got a internship from Wells Fargo. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. Thank Quite you. Quite position, by the way. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yes. One out of 80 positions offered wow. in the nation. Wow. And uh, one of them is our own Corey Thomas. In the flesh, right here. And you are listening to him. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, and so I'm also a copywriter for Prism. And I recently, just yesterday, we all got promotions, Mm -hmm. which is super exciting. Congratulations, everyone. Yes, congratulations to everybody on the team. Pretty much all, all, I think every single one of us got a promotion. Yes. Yeah, we're all. Yes. Director level or above. 
And finally, uh, the other cool fact about me, I guess, is I'm also the financial director of a nonprofit. Interesting. Tell me a little bit about mm. that. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a nonprofit located in Roanoke, Virginia. It's called Rooted Communities. We also have a second venture down in Granada, Nicaragua. And so actually someone who I went to school with really felt the passion to go down there and to help individuals in Granada who maybe don't have as good of a life as they could have and giving them the proper things like education, helping to make sure that they are getting through school and doing it in an efficient manner. And um, she's really made an impact down there. And then she wanted to start her own second venture here back in home in the United States in our hometown. And she needed more hands on deck. And I'm a finance guy. I thought, well, if there's anything financial I can help you with, I'd love to be a part. And sure enough, I worked with her on several projects. And long story short, I was approved for the board. And I'm now the executive director. Look at you. That's amazing. Yes. That's awesome. So you're like you're a student just like us. I mean, Kendall and I are both marketing majors, and so that's kind of the point of this thing. It's kind of like what we did with Mega last week where we're trying to get other majors on the show. So Corey yeah. is our financial guru in, in a sense for today's episode. So that today's like episode that. is going to be our finance focus. So we're going to go over a little bit about um, what finance majors do, how you know finance works, what finance means in the real world, and then we'll see what Corey has to offer. So before we get started, we kind of want to let the audience get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to ask you a few questions. So Corey, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Hmm. You know, I like hamburgers. Hamburgers. Okay. Hamburgers. It's all American. How do you, you like it? How do I like it? Uh, how do you like it I, cooked? I like it well. Well, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you like bad hamburgers. Uh, <laughs> I'll venture out. Like, honestly, a hamburger is a hamburger. As I'm long sure, as you, okay. if you throw enough stuff on there and make it tasty, I'm not going to complain. Fair. Okay. Okay. My question for you, sweet or savory? Hmm. I can't say both. Correct. That was an or. <laughs> <laughs> that was some sass on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I like both. Both are great in different situations. I guess hey. I'm going to have to go with sweet. Sweet. Okay. Right. Everyone loves That's sweet fair. stuff. Yeah, I'm a huge sweet. My question is, if you had to stop seeing one color for the rest of your life, what would it be? Wow. Like, you would, it would just be gray now for the rest of your life. Hmm. One color I don't want to see. I don't care about yellow. Yellow, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a happy color. It's a very happy color. I don't care about orange. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Sorry, true. Sorry, Tech. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, and I, and I even thought about that, too. I looked at uh, Ben's shirt, and it has orange on it. I'm like, no, I want to see my school's colors. That's fair. It's fair. Got to represent. True hokey. Yeah. True, True hokey. hokey. Born and raised. My question is, would you rather own as a pet a cat-sized giraffe or a giraffe-sized cat? Wow. And I, I mean, can't I think say it's both an... again. No. <laughs> no. A giraffe-sized cat or a cat-sized giraffe. I'd go with the giant Our producer cat is like trying to measure it in yeah. the back over there. Chris is like, yeah. how big is this like, giraffe? That's how big the giraffe would be, like the size yeah, of the land. I, would, I feel like this is an easy one. I would have to say the cat-sized giraffe. Yeah, me too. Interesting. I kind of like the idea of a gigantic house cat. Oh, that <laughs> Although it would be very nice to see, instead of like the cat hitting around yarn or oh, a yeah, mouse, just playing with you. a car. It's could, like your bed. Could you imagine? Just, a car. <laughs> just going crazy. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, my question for you is, um, what do you drink, like for to keep yourself awake, like caffeine wise? Wow! So I drink a lot of coffee. Coffee. So coffee, but that's the thing though. Is I drink it for so long and I drink so much, it really doesn't give me that caffeine buzz anymore. Okay. 
So are you, you a are black coffee drinker? Black coffee. Oh, that does not surprise me. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely addicted. That's gross, but all right. But there are worse things to be addicted to, and I love coffee. So Cheers to that. Cheers. All right, if you could add one flavor into your water, what would it be? Probably lemon. Lemon. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's normal. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a safe bet. Yeah. I would say strawberry, but that's because I like strawberries a lot and not really, you know, anything else. So last question, and then we'll we'll kind of get to the, the meat of the episode. So if, um, what's your favorite game show? My favorite game show. You got Deal or No Deal, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah, they're they're all really cool, and I enjoy them a lot. Family Feud. But the best one, The Price Price is Right. right. Yep, Price is Right. The Price is Right. I feel like you're really good at The Price is Right. Yes, I love The Price is Right. So now that the audience kind of has a better handle on who Corey is, um, we're ready to get started with you. So the reason that we brought Corey on is because he he knows everything finance. He's one of the smartest people that I know in the finance realm and honestly everything realm. Like everything he studies, he's the best at. Um, and you. he's a student just like us. You know, he's a sophomore finance major, BIT major, he's a double major. Um, and he is here to kind of share with us two non-finance majors, the kind of like the guide to finance for dummies is the way that I, I phrased it. So Corey, if you have anything prepared, let's go ahead and get, let's go ahead and get to it. Sure. Well, first off, I wouldn't want to come here empty-handed, and I wanted to come and bring you all a treat. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, I am from Daleville, which is a little farm town, and I like to con- think of myself Southern. I'm, I'm Southern compared to you two. Um, yeah, so that's I've, not yes, a that's hard. True. That's pretty low. Both of us are from Nova, and you're yeah. from Southwestern Virginia, Sueva. So I Sueva. brought a snack oh, brought that I snack. thought wow. everyone would enjoy. Oh my! These are. I brought tea for everyone. Peach yes, tea. Yes, peach <laughs> tea, which was one sipping. Peach yes, tea, I which is great. I drank all of my tea. It was amazing. And so I also brought pork rinds <gasps> with pimento cheese as well. I've heard of this. I've never had it. I've heard this. of this. So is this like a common combination? Because I've heard of both. Yes. Well, and I've had pimento cheese. It's amazing. Yes. You can eat pimento cheese on whatever you oh, want. Yeah, and for sure. eat pork rinds with whatever you want. Another great thing to eat pork rinds with is chili. Mm. Okay. We but is this like a common combination? Like I pork know, rinds and pimento yeah. cheese. Yes, uh-huh. I love pork rinds, pimento cheese. Not in Nova, but in Suava maybe. Yeah. And we, as That's I good. as I said, or as I said, we brought the peach tea, and so it was nothing growing up um, to <laughs> Chris enjoy a summer day and just hang out with friends out Absolutely. by the pool, have peach tea and some pork rinds. Peach tea, pork rinds, and pimento cheese. Why not? Well, thank you, Corey. That was that's delicious. I'm gonna keep eating it. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now that we're all fed and ready, why don't you tell us a little bit about, I guess the main, like the main overarching reason you're here. Tell us about finance. What I need to know. So yeah, I am get, I am pursuing a degree in finance with a concentration in investment management. So a lot of the time that I spend studying finance is mainly focused in on uh, the stock market, bond market, other kinds of markets that we can invest in as. Uh, just like the public and consumers. And, um, you know, the, the financial market, a lot of people, they look at finance and they start scratching their head and thinking that it's just too crazy for them to understand. When in actuality, it's really not. And it's, That's comforting to hear. For yeah. me, for me especially, I find it very fun. But everyone can understand what we're talking about. It's just a bunch of lingo that you have to learn. It's almost like it's a, a language. different language. Yeah. Right. It's like my accounting professor, pretty much every class would say, say accounting is a different language. Accounting yes. is a different language. So yes. I think that- Once you learn the language, then you're good. But. Yeah, well, and for a, the most part. Yeah. And accounting and finance are wonderful because they complement each other so well. Mm-hmm. So once you begin to understand what you're learning in your accounting class, you have now gained tools that you can apply in your finance class mm-hmm. and vice versa. Interesting. So I, I've only taken one finance class. I took intro to finance last year. 
And I thought it was very interesting. You know, we learned about um, how to calculate the price of stocks, how to ca calculate the price of bonds, when you should buy and sell, and all that kind of stuff. How applicable to that is um, to like the higher level of finance class? Have you got? Have you been able what to, does that gap look like? Kind yeah. Of? What's the gap between intro and regular? You know, between intro and regular, it's really not too different. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. It does it get harder? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and there are so oh, yeah. many extra details yeah. that you can so, add on that will shift the supply line, shift this demand line. Sure. Uh, and something that I feel like many people don't understand is rooted behind all of finance is economics. Economics yeah. is pushing it in all of its entirety. Sure. I really like econ yeah. as a yeah. subject. Econ's like I really thrive in it as well. It's, and, it's nice. And finance is just economics with a particular focus, I would say, mm -hmm. um, on investments, on markets, on just capital moving from hand to hand and all these cash flows. So we're not necessarily trading an apple for a banana as we would in, say, a normal econ class, but we're starting to look at what can we exchange at this rate. And um, But it doesn't stray too far from the intro course. It does have a lot of details added to it, and um, but once you understand the basic overall premise of what you're talking about, then all the other things become a little bit more secondary and really prop up the ideas as well and prove themselves. Fair enough. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's why I like econ. It's stuff you know. It's the study of the consumer. You are the consumer, right? Yeah, and you're so, the consumer every day. Yeah, so. I'm sure it's similar in the sense that it's it's human nature to a degree yeah. you know like right yeah. yeah and you know i'll tell you i i've always loved econ and i've always loved finance and the greatest part about it and you just hit it right there is it's studying the consumer mm -hmm. because there are so many things that can impact the consumer and you that's know, what we're trying to do that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. you have well well even beyond marketing i mean you look oh yeah if some yeah. if a natural disaster occurs sure that's going to change something. I think it's fascinating how they're projecting that stuff with economic, like, what you know, are buying it, yes. from the purview of econ and yes. business. And it's starting to, last year I had my first real financial internship and even just watching how the market will fluctuate or people will begin to panic over their portfolios all because of a particular tweet from a particular person in a particular office Interesting. and wow. it is wild how many different things can impact the markets and i, I just eat it up it's I was gonna wonderful say, yeah, it's like it's like nothing out there is quite like it because politics yeah. affect it you know yes. sociology affects it yes. psychology affects it every yes. like there's so many different factors yeah no matter what kind of particular opinions you hold politics definitely does play a heavy role where you're at in the world definitely plays a big role. And I'm talking demographics as age, location, uh, anything you can think of that builds you as a consumer is going to, and for that matter, the people working inside of the companies, now they're the quote unquote producers. It's going to shift the markets in such wild ways. And it's truly a roller coaster. And I find it almost like a, a reality show. It's wonderful. So to kind of bring it back to finance, um, oh, yeah. one of my favorite comedians, he made a joke where he was like, the Dow Jones, I think it was John Mulaney, the, he's like, the Dow Jones dropped 250 points today, and I can't tell you how frustrating it is to not know what that means. <laughs> I so saw that. that, like, that, that you, I truly, that was a very 
good representation of it. You have the the diction. The delivery, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But so I mean, absolutely, I agree with that. You know, what does it mean when I go on the news and I see, oh, the Nasdaq was down. 500 points today. What does that mean? Yeah. So really... NASDAQ is so many stocks too, right? It's like a lot of things. NASDAQ is a portfolio, isn't it? Yeah. More or less? Yes. Yeah. Really good question though. Um, So like the Dow Jones are the top 30 companies in the stock market right now. It's the S&P 500, right? The S&P 500. 500 companies? Yes, it is the top 500 largest companies on the stock market. And that gives you a better sense to know... Okay, these are going to be companies that are probably in my hometown as well. These are going to... Not necessarily the Googles or the Apples, but like actual companies I use. Right, okay. right. And these are... Uh, the What I like to think is the S&P is a healthy alternative um, when looking just at individual stocks. The S&P is nice because you are able to see... A broad, it has a broader reach, is, I guess is what I'm trying so to when say. So when they say points, they mean percentage points. Like the Dow is down 200, like 25 points, 20 like percentage points, right? Well, there are different ways you can kind of check that as well. So you can look on percentage okay. and say, okay, um, it fell X amount of percent or it fell this much in price. So there are different ways that you can... Different uh, ways to evaluate it. Okay. Yes, yes. Fair. And so depending on how much one particular share of a stock may be... Um, there are different ways to get an a, a answer to how the company performed that day. When you say top 30, like for example, Dow Jones is the top 30 companies, is that just the 30 most expensive per share prices? No. Ooh, okay. Those are going to be the, um, the largest companies in terms of capital, in terms of assets Got it. right now okay. what they that have. are performing. Yes. Got it. Um, no, there are ridiculously high stocks out there that are not part of the Dow. Sure. Um, and likewise, there are some in the Dow that are relatively low. Um, so it doesn't, a high stock price does not mean that a company is doing well. Likewise, a low stock price does not insinuate that a company is doing bad. Fair. And sometimes what you'll see is a company will split their stock so say if it's like a hundred dollars a share, they'll split it and say, "All right, now everyone who has one share that's equivalent to a hundred, they now have two, and it's equivalent to fifty, and we'll just start rallying up from there." It's the same amount of money, but they increase the number of shares. Yeah. So, so you may look at a stock one day and think, "Oh my goodness, why is it doing? Why is it so low?" Well, there are different factors that could affect a stock, like it being split. Like the fact that it's split. Makes yes. Sense. Okay. So I kind of want to get back into like the educational standpoint. Obviously, you're a student. We're all students. They're, our listeners are mostly students. What does the education of, of finance really look like and what does it do? Right. So the education of finance is going to be something where it really is all going to be how much you put into it. You can go to any university and get a four-year degree in finance. And that is only going to be as good as you make it. Uh, what I have really tried to do and what I've been fortunate fortunate enough and blessed to do is meet incredible individuals at this university. And I could shout out a few, like Wally Newton is great, and even Professor Wordelich. Uh, she's marketing, but she she knows business. Meeting those people and being able to find experiences as well, whether with them or without them, find experiences as well. So you now have this triangle 
of, okay, I'm learning the information, I'm meeting with people who knows what it takes, and I'm listening to them. And then also, I have experience where I can apply all of this. Interesting. So you got to build the triangle to be, you know, the most marketable finance major, you know, to, to sell yourself in that sense. Yes, yes. And it's very, comp- it's such a competitive field. Insanely competitive from what Are I've you heard. intending, what are, what are your goals? Do you want to be on Wall Street? Is that a dream? I get that question a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being on Wall Street. Who's <laughs> going no. yeah. Who's going to say no if they say, do you want to go? I don't know. I'm, I'd rather not go gray by like 26, but. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, yeah, it would be, it would be incredible to be yeah. offered a job on Wall Street. And I am a Southern boy, so I wouldn't also mind working at a bank, say, in Charleston, South Carolina, sure. or Savannah, Georgia, or Charlotte, Charlotte somewhere where I can drive my car. Yeah, I can <laughs> actually space, own yeah. a home. Yeah, <laughs> I can have a family. Time off and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing against Wall Street. Kudos to those guys. Absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. And Wall Street is kind of the only thing that anybody knows about finance. Exactly. Like finance, like oh, Wall Street, like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like apparently, it sounds like there's a lot of options. So can you just tell me a little bit, like after college, you know, after all of us graduate or whatever after you graduate right um what what other options are there besides wall street but uh, like other than the ones that you just mentioned yeah so that this is really interesting um looking at where we are in finance right now charlotte is starting to grow and it's starting to be this secondary wall street hub where many um many banks are going to set up shop there and it's it's nice because a it gives them a little space. It gives them a little room, but also there are different incentives. And one of those incentives I'll get to in just a second after I make this point. Another place uh, I was reading just a few days ago where a lot of banks are moving is Texas. And you may be saying, why? Why are they moving south? Why? Because they're trying to escape such crazy high taxes. Yeah, okay. that's exactly regulations. What I yep. Yep. All of these different factors that come slamming down on them in the state of New York. Sure. And we love New York. Nothing against New York. Absolutely. But they're trying to escape. So there, there is that kind of level of banking that you can get into. I'm talking the Goldman Sachs, the Wells Fargo, the Morgan Stanley. Those kinds of banks are now starting to spread out over the United States. And then you have them in big cities as well, like L.A. and San Francisco and and then I would say below those folks, below like the Wall Street level banks, then you move down into like the, the more casual, more relatable everyday um, investors. And I worked at a great, great investment firm in Roanoke, uh, my hometown. And these people were not Wall Street individuals and nor did they claim to be, but it was it was mind-boggling to understand their view on finance, mm-hmm. and everything with them is very personal. Sure. That's the one thing many people don't realize is how personal finance is. So while it's nice to have a job, um, and I'm s- super excited to be working with Wells Fargo, there's also a nice added quality, I believe, and having that experience of a smaller firm because sure. it's much more personal, much more intimate, and the money that these people have, especially in a smaller farm town, it matters. Every dollar yeah, matters. Every dollar matters. And even um, that much more. Interesting. So there's two there's two different sides to 
to the industry. And I feel like the the more everyday, the more common, typical, smaller town investors, they're not represented as much, but they are definitely unsung heroes. Awesome. I like that perspective. Well, everything you said has been insanely interesting. I've been like, I've been on the edge of my seat. Like Chris is waving yeah, me how much time we've gone over. But like, literally, this has been like such a fascinating conversation. Corey, you are so well knowledge in all of this. Thank you so much for coming onto the show and sharing some of it with us. Seriously, if you're listening yeah. at home, please understand how really like, in like very smart this guy is. Like, it's truly a treat to listen to what he has to say. And, and every single time I have a question about like anything, I always go to Corey because I, I know I he's got the answer. I look forward to hearing your TED talks. One yeah, day. always. So thank you so much for taking the time to to be on the show with us and to share your knowledge with about finance. Well, thank you. It was so great being here and talking about what I love. Absolutely. And well, I don't know if we mentioned this, but Corey's one of our writers. Yes, Corey works on the podcast. He, yes. He's, he's one of the writers for the podcast, along with Mega. Um, we have a couple more that we're going to try and work through onto the show. But yes, Corey works directly with us on the podcast, and he is an amazing asset. We thank you for that as well. well thank you. I don't know how they got a finance guy on the podcast. <laughs> But I'm glad I'm here. we did, though. I'm here. I'm Me glad too. we did. So before we get you out of here, we kind of want to play a little game with you to, I guess, detox. You know, get back out of the zone. You get in the zone, then we got to get back out. So we're going to play it. a quick game that uh, Kendall and I both have set up for. We're going to play a game called What Did I Buy at the Thrift Store? Okay. So I'll explain the rules. Uh, Kendall and I both went to the thrift store individually and bought items. And uh, you're going to guess what we bought. So, for example, for my item, it'll be you and Kendall trying to guess and ask questions about my item. Um, I will share when I bought this item and how much it cost me at the thrift store. And you then have 10 questions, preferably yes or no if you can help it, to gather all the information you can to then guess what I bought at the thrift store. Okay. And then we'll do vice versa. We'll do me and you versus Kendall's item. All right. So I'll go first. Are we ready? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So I bought this this morning. I woke up and I went to the thrift store and I bought it this morning. And it cost me 99 cents. That you, could be used to fool us, though, because a lot of things at thrift stores are cheap. Uh, do you wear it? No, you do not wear it. Does no. it stand on its own? Uh, not really, no. It's not like its own, it's not its own thing, and it, and, and it, it doesn't really stand up. Is it an integral part of something? Can something work without it? Yeah, it, it's not necessary. You can work without it. Would I find this in a home? Uh, you would find it in a home probably 15 or so years ago. Is it a record? It's not a record. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it a cassette? <laughs> does it have a function? Will it, does it kind of do something for you? On its own? Yeah. No. But it can do something with? In theory, yeah. Does it make noise? Itself, no. It doesn't make noise, but the thing it works with does. Do these have to be yes or no? I mean, kind of. What, what you got? What age range? Uh, what is it designed for? Yeah. Adults. This is a lot tougher than what I expected. It's very difficult because anything can be in any thrift store ever. So. <laughs> is it light? Like, does it provide light? No. Is it? Is it lightweight? We were, yes. yes. It does not weigh a lot. Okay. I feel I, like it may be headphones. Oh my gosh, that's what I was thinking. I, I was thinking more of like a headset or, or something. Or cassette something tape a little that outdated. you may... I was thinking that or cassette or something along those lines. It's funny because I was thinking headphones and you were too. <laughs> so we're going to go with like heads, like something cassette. Yeah. Audio. Player. Accessory. Okay. We ready? Yep. Yeah. In its original packaging oh. is oh, no. the accessory case to a Nokia phone. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? In its OG box. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'll let you look at it. 
It's the front case of a Nokia. I didn't know they sold them separated like that. Me either. <laughs> can, can we please just take a moment to understand <laughs> that this was once $30? Yeah, wow. once upon a time, it was $30. It cost me 99 cents today. So when I was six, she had a Nokia that no longer worked, mm-hmm. and she gave it to me. And because it had the game Snake on it. And so yes. I played Snake on a Nokia game. for yeah. a long time. Okay. And so I've held and used a Nokia. And yeah. that's why I saw that. I was like, oh, that's perfect. A few items I passed up in Goodwill or in uh, in the thrift store. A toaster. A that would breakfast sandwich maker. A Swiffer. And a giant wall thermometer. Mm. So I went with the Nokia case. So that was what did Ben buy at the thrift store. Now, now it's we get turn. to play what did Kendall buy at the thrift store, okay? I don't remember how much this was. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't expensive, though. Okay. And like less than five or oh for sure yeah okay. I'd say either ninety nine cents or like one ninety nine okay. maybe what was the other question though uh, when did you buy it I bought it a couple maybe two months ago two months ago okay um, is it a is it something you wear no will it stand on its own no is it an electronic no is it lightweight relatively is it decoration could be could be yeah. Yes, I'll go with yes. Okay. Would we find it hanging on a wall? Yes. My wall. Your wall. Okay, so it is a decoration. Is it a... Um, did a person make it, or did a machine make it? It's very hard to tell. I don't okay. know. I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. Would you say this would be a major fire hazard in a dorm? No. Oh, okay. Does it provide a... Well, hold on. Depending on how you use it. <laughs> Does it provide a function? No, uh, not, not really. Okay, so... Again, kind of depends on how you use it. Okay. I'm finding a picture. How many are how many we at? We have two more questions? Okay. Do most girls your age have this hanging up in your room? No. Oh. Does it hold anything? Yes. Interesting. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, a picture frame of some sort, but not just a picture frame. It's got to be, like, a fancy, like, maybe a, uh, like, maybe one of those, it's one of those that has, like, circles or something. Right. Or what I was thinking was perhaps it's something that rests on the wall, will hold your car keys. Yeah. Will have yeah. those pictures, like a little storage bin. Okay. What's that called? Something super small. I... Hmm. She says it's relatively lightweight. Doesn't, she said it doesn't provide a function, though. Not really. Well, it technically could. Okay, technically could. So we're getting, this is fake news, folks. Different <laughs> yeah. segment, though. Different segment. Yeah. Um, you can't wear it. Relatively lightweight. Not really a function. It does it's not deceivingly lightweight. Deceivingly lightweight. Okay, so it's it could be decorative. And she said that most people don't have it. Um, okay, so it's I'm... And it doesn't provide... I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just and it's not it doesn't rely on power. I'm gonna go with a um is it like a a an abstract painting? No. Dang it. Is it is it like a jewelry holder or some kind of like little storage bin that you screw into your wall? 
go into your wall. Yeah, yeah. you've never seen those? Like like a shelf. Girls in my dorm, dorm hall last year. All oh, okay, those. okay. <clears throat> um, no. Dang so it. here's a picture. It is this. Okay, it came without the candle. So basically it is a wall sconce type. It's a, like, sconce. Okay, a mirror. It does have a mirror, but the, the functionality of that mirror is so slim that I would not call it functional. Fair. Um, I am. Also, it's, it's like hanging. So it's, okay, for everyone, it looks like one of those old kind of renaissance type. Yeah, it's definitely old wall era. sconce, but it holds a candle, right? But it's plastic and has a mirrored back uh. and kind of a gold frame. But it's plastic, which is a little bit odd because it looks, that's Metal. why it's deceivingly yeah. lightweight, right? And I bought the candle separately. So technically, it could be a fire hazard, but it's not. Got inherently it. a fire hazard on its own okay yeah. interesting i asked the wrong questions this game yeah this game is, is deceptively difficult because literally anything can be in any thrift store i think at any we time. say that about every game we're just not good at games <laughs> maybe potentially i don't know I, that was fun though i enjoyed it yeah i did cool. too i liked uh i liked, I liked we should do I liked a going live shopping for segment it. Next of that time. Yeah. yeah so maybe we'll do that uh so that's, that's all we got planned for this episode i'm ready to wrap this up if you guys are uh cory once again thank you so much for coming on the episode it was really really Very truly enlightening it was enlightening. It was interesting. I learned a lot. Like, like literally the entire time I was like sitting on the edge of my seat, like, mm-hmm. what's he gonna say next? And and I hope that you guys at home were listening and and enjoying it too. He he has a lot of awesome insights. Obviously, he has a lot of information that we, you know, didn't even go into because it, it would take too long. So we, you know, this is the short version. But um, if you want to hear more of Corey, please let us know. Obviously, we want to hear more of Corey. We're gonna try and get him involved. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We we don't say this enough, but um, to everybody, excuse me, to everybody who listens to the show. Um, we really appreciate it and, and you know it's the whole reason we're doing this it's a, it's a lot of fun Kendall and I have an insane amount of fun doing this and you know involving everybody and, and all the help that we get and all that stuff so this project really wouldn't be anything without you guys so thank you so much for listening to the show I mean you said it best honestly I, I could piggyback off of you but the reality is we are very thankful and there's never a podcast that we don't look forward to recording there you go so thank you all for being on this journey with us um please you know engage with us we have a whole lot of like prizes and things that we want to give out and we just need people to reach out to us so if you reach out to us there's a good chance that we'll just give you something for free um, don't sound too desperate ben no i know no, i know but <laughs> like this is what like advisors have told we really me really want like, to yes, engage with you yeah all. so so if you have you know questions that you want us to answer if you you know have an opinion about the show that you want to share with us please Heck, we invite you to you do it if you have something really valuable that you want to speak on the podcast about let us know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We're looking for we're looking for guests all the time. Um, that being said, we do have a few large uh, scale guests on the way, so we are getting involved big, with big a couple scale. different um, you know organizations that want to help us and and put interesting people on. So we have some potential C level um, executives coming on the show to to share their story and advice, and so that should be pretty interesting. Um, but so please, you know, reach out to us if you have any concerns or, or things you want us to talk about. We are very open and. As I mentioned every episode, if you reach out on any of Pamplin's social channels, they come right to my phone. So that's at VT Pamplin on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, ben is now the account manager, the I co-account am, yes, manager of the Pamplin accounts as well. So I, I will be passing on my torch of holding those accounts or uh, the social media accounts to to my new uh, account strategist. But yes, I was promoted to the Pamplin account manager, which is very exciting. Congratulations! congratulations. Uh, thank you, and congratulations to all of you as well for your promotions. We can thank get into you. that in a later episode. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, we'll just go ahead and wrap this up now. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week of classes. Uh, Kendall, we hope you're having a great time in Cancun when this drops. Everybody reach out to her and say, you know, hope you're having fun, be safe, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Hate comments are ill-advised. Yeah, don't do that. Um, 
so yeah, thank you all for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week of classes. Do go to class. It's very important. I know it's nice outside, but do go to class. Thank you.